Welcome to the Unblocking Crypto Podcast. This podcast is not financial advice. It's meant for entertainment purposes only. These are just the opinions of a couple of rambling wrecks. Welcome back to episode number 41 of Unblocking Crypto. What a week it has been. Holy cow. Let's start off talking about FTX. We talked a little bit about it last week, but FTX has now officially filed for Chapter 11. If you look at Sam Baker Fried, he has gone from a total net worth of something like $32 billion to less than a million dollars in the past week or so. It has been quite a bit of a mess. FTX has its fingers in a lot of different things that I don't think anybody even understands what the impact of this is going to be. Even little things like BlockFi, FTX acquired BlockFi, had created a, a credit card for people. And I just got notified that I can no longer use the BlockFi credit card to get Bitcoin rewards. Wild, wild times out there right now. I think one of the big questions is, how does this compare to what happened with the Three Arrows Capital blow up in, in, in Luna? I mean, we looked at kind of what happened with Voyager and Celsius. It's all a mess and they're going through bankruptcy proceedings right now for all the assets that are left there. The question is still to be determined, right? Um, what we see is it seems as though FTX has just completely lost about $10 billion of customers' assets. They had a lot of ties with Alameda, which was being run by uh, Sam Baker Freed's ex-girlfriend. So a lot of sketchy things going on there. The hope is that we shouldn't really see any huge near-term selling because there was not a lot of leverage at a lot of the other places. If you look at some of the other exchanges out there, Binance and Coinbase and the, the other top 10 or so, there, there's been about $6 billion that have left those exchanges here in the past week or so, and we haven't seen a huge sell pressure. So it, I think that means that a lot of them weren't really leveraged or using leverage assets or investing customer funds. So what we are starting to see from a lot of these different exchanges and companies in general is a proof of reserves, which is kind of exciting to see. You don't really see that in, at least I don't think you see that in a lot of these major companies where most banks don't have enough reserves to cash everybody out if they wanted them to. But these companies are saying, hey, here are all the funds that we do have and you can go check it at any time. The hope in addition to this is, and hope is maybe the wrong word to use, but we probably see a lot more regulation a lot sooner. I think there is a argument to be made that the SEC dragging their feet on regulation could have prevented some of this or not dragging their feet. Uh, a lot of big name people lost a lot of money with FTX and now they want to get the SEC more involved moving forward. I mean, if you look at FTX, they were based in the Bahamas, so they're not U.S.-based. A lot of the U.S.-based locations like Coinbase still seem to be fairly in good standing. The other big thing to remember is that the biggest issues that we're seeing are all from centralized exchanges. So all the decentralized guys are having no issues at all because you own your own coins and keys. I mean, that's the benefit of, of, of a decentralized exchange is you keep control of everything and then you just use that exchange when you need to make some sort of transaction. So you'll probably hear this many, many times over the next months or years is not your keys, not your tokens or, or coins, right? So I'll continue to work and create a, a better way to help people understand how to do that. But I think that's going to be the big focus and learnings from 
the past six months with all of these places blowing up and holding all of these assets from different customers. The exciting part to all this too is that if you look at what Nansen is showing is there's still a ton of stable coins that are getting allocated into other coins. So the smart money is definitely believing that we're getting close to a bottom. I mean, I think the total percentage went from like 39% down to 32%. So we're seeing huge amounts of stable coins get invested into these tokens, which is good to see. One of the other exchanges out there that did get some notoriety and probably not for a good reason was crypto.com. A lot of worry on what was going to happen with them because I think they had some ties to FTX and we're still trying to understand what's going on there. They did come out with their proof of reserve and they had an incredibly high percentage of SHIB as part of their reserves. They also made a huge transaction error and sent 320,000 Ethereum, which was over 80% of their Ethereum holdings to the wrong address. Now, luckily it was to another exchange's address and they turned around and sent it back to crypto.com, but it's still kind of amazing that a company like that could make a mistake. So as we've talked about in the past, anytime you're making any sort of transaction, double, triple, quadruple check it to make sure you're sending it to the right spot. Let's talk a little bit about Ethereum. So exciting news about Ethereum, it is officially deflationary after the merge. So we should start to see hopefully a, a push higher. Now with everything going on, it's, it's hard to say what's going to go on in that space. And if you look at one of its main competitors, Solana, Solana had heavy ties to FTX as well. And it has been taking a beating during all this as well. It'll be interesting to see how Solana fares and if they continue to move forward. There's a lot of places that didn't have connections to FTX, coins like Cardano that had no, they weren't even listed on FTX. So it's exciting to see that Cardano is continuing to, to survive while Solana is still a question mark. From a macro view, if you look at what's happening too, it sounds as if the Fed is going to quit raising rates nearly as high. And if that happens, then that's typically when we hope crypto values will start to turn around and go back up. So fingers crossed that that, that continues to, to move in the right direction. FTX was still kind of in the news from an NFT perspective. There were They were very active in the NFT space, and a lot of people were holding their NFTs on the exchange. Now that they've declared bankruptcy, a lot of those NFTs are just sitting there. As an example, Coachella sold, I think, 10 lifetime NFTs that gave their holders access to some really nice luxury invites. I think they made about a million and a half dollars on that. And right now, most of those NFTs are stuck in FTX. And we'll probably have to go through the bankruptcy proceedings. The crazy part is I think someone that did take it off of FTX said that it doesn't seem to be working in full functionality. Another thing related to NFTs is coming up soon. The World Cup is about to start. So don't be surprised if you see a lot of these fan tokens somewhat take off, especially if the team is successful and wins the World, World Cup. And then uh, last but not least, let's talk a little bit about um, Arbitrum. Even with all the craziness going on in crypto, there have been a handful of projects that have been growing quite rap rapidly on Arbitrum. And, and if you don't remember what that is, it's pretty much a layer two space on Ethereum using optimistic rollups. So 
cool things happening over there hoping that that continues to go in the right direction as it really reduces the fees to transact any sort of ERC-20 token on the Ethereum blockchain. Exciting news, wild, wild week for crypto. Not saying this is the bottom, but man, there's a really negative sentiment in crypto right now. Doesn't seem to be a lot of selling pressure. So this could be what crypto really needed to flush out all the bad actors. I mean, the good news is I don't think crypto is going anywhere. Uh, what happened with FTX, it's not a crypto problem. It's more of the bad actors and issues with leverage and deception from others. So as the sooner we can get kind of the bad ones out of there and let the good ones thrive, I think the better we will be long term. Hope you have a great week. Talk to you next week. Thanks for journeying down the crypto rabbit hole with us. If you're interested in learning more about crypto, please join our private Facebook group on Blocking Crypto. It's a small community discussing new ideas and just asking questions to learn more. Hope to interact with you there.